Welcome to the Mind Body Musings Podcast, the show for everyone and anyone that is ready to break free from the dogmatic chains of the health and fitness industry and create their own life free from restrictions. Now, introducing your host, Madeline Moon, a former fitness model gone sane and the author of the popular self-love book, The Perfection Myth. If you dig the show and you're looking for more insight on how to stop food and exercise from controlling your life, check out her website, maddiemoon.com, and grab your free guide. If you're ready to end dieting once and for all, it's time you learn how to pursue real health instead. Enjoy the show. Hey, my friends, and welcome to episode 81 of the Mind Body Musings podcast. I am excited to have another solo episode. I know that I was doing solo episodes every other episode for a while where it was just me talking, but kind of stopped doing that when the holidays were getting crazy and I had lots of interviews to get through. So uh, now I had a week where I could do one by myself. And I thought this would be the perfect week to talk about intentions for the new year. With everything going on right now, everyone being so new year, new you-ish. And on the opposite spectrum, people saying, you know, it's not a new you. I know that a lot of y'all may be kind of sick and tired of the back and forth of make the changes and then, no, don't make the changes. So I thought I would just kind of play the middle ground where you are not a new you. You are already beautiful, amazing, and perfect. But at the same time, sometimes it's kind of fun to take part in the resolution aspect of starting a new year, a new fresh year. Instead of making them resolutions, I have put intentions because I think having intentions takes off the pressure of having to do, 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 change, and that sets you up for failure the same way dieting sets you up for failure whenever you don't meet your expectations, so do resolutions. So I would like to rephrase it to be intentions for the new year. But before we go over there, here's the review of the week. This comes from KX Lee 24 with five stars. She says, truly refreshing and inspirational. I started listening to this podcast from hearing it on uh, the Model Health Show, and it has shifted my life. I have never enjoyed my seven-hour drive back home more until I downloaded several episodes and listened to Maddie's passion on fixing the mind-body health. It has opened up so much raw emotions for myself and was the best first step to my healing journey. Oh, that's so awesome. That is such a long car ride, too. So I'm so glad that I could accompany you and be along for that drive. So um, let's see. Any more announcements? Um, My sister just got married. So I have had a crazy week. She got married on New Year's Eve. So I was the only bridesmaid. So I also was the maid of honor. And I got to throw her her wedding shower, her lingerie shower. And it was so much fun. And my mom did the whole wedding. It was beautiful, gorgeous, all these candles everywhere. And it was just really amazing to be able to see my sister get up there in her absolutely gorgeous dress and get married to the love of her life. And it was beautiful. It was really amazing. So I was so delighted to be a part of that. And that's really all I have to share about my recent events. 
Oh, you know what? I'm also going to mention one more thing. I have been thinking about doing a retreat. I'm kind of just throwing it out there right now. I'm thinking about doing a retreat this year, maybe sometime either in the spring or very early summer, probably spring. But I'm thinking about having eight people into my home, inviting eight people to come into my home and do a retreat. Uh, it's I have so many things going on, so I haven't made this you know, too big of a deal yet. And I kind of just wanted to put my feelers out there to get any responses. So if people say, yes, I'm in, um, then I will probably take the next step and, you know, respond to those said people and let them know some of the details that I'm thinking. But basically it would be a two-day retreat. You'd come into my home. We do everything here. Yoga in the morning, probably have a couple people come and do workshops with us, a lot of getting to know each other, creating intimacy, uh, diving very deep together in a group. You would find your own accommodations for sleep and uh, pay your way for travel, but you'd be able to stay in my home during the day and probably have most meals provided. So that's what I'm thinking and just wanted to put my feelers out there, see if anyone was interested already immediately, and I could go ahead and schedule something if I had around six to eight people interested. But um, if that is not up your alley, then no worries. Just enjoy this podcast episode. So, intentions for the new year. Number one, and this really is in no particular order, by the way. But number one, let go of anything no longer serving you. Okay, so let that soak in. Number one is to let go of anything no longer serving you. How many things can you think of right now that are no longer serving you, but you keep doing them? Maybe it could be a relationship. Maybe it could be where you live. Maybe it could be your job. Maybe it could be a conversation you're tired of having. Maybe it could be something that you do for your business that you really don't enjoy. There are different ways to let go of these things, either talking them through, either, you know, if it's a job thing, finding someone else to cover it, hiring someone else, you know, to to take care of whatever it is, outsourcing, whatever it is that you're not wanting to be doing anymore. Or maybe you just need to cut it off cold turkey. So maybe there is a way of living that you just can't do anymore. Or maybe there is an exercise or a fitness routine that's just not serving you. Or maybe it's uh, the story that you've been telling yourself. How can you let it go? How can you leave it outside of you for good starting now? I really want to challenge you to write these things down as we go. If you're listening to this in the car, just simply make some mental notes when you get back home, start writing these down. Uh, But number one would be to let go of anything that no longer serves you. And then underneath that, you'd write down what's no longer serving you. What did you try to do in 2015 that just wasn't working or that brought you down? Social media, some type of uh, relationship you have maybe with a friend or maybe someone you're dating that's just not a good fit for you and maybe it brings out the worst in you. What is it? Number two, learn to say no more. Learn to say no. I know that this thing, FOMO, have you heard of that? FOMO, fear of missing out. It's a real thing and I suffer from it. It's like I get so nervous that I'm going to be missing out on something that I just, oh, okay, I'll be there. Yes, sign me up. I'll do, you know, blog posts or do guest posts or I'll write for everywhere I can possibly write for or I'll say yes to every single interview I ever get invited on because I have this FOMO, this fear of missing out. Uh, I also do enjoy a lot of it, but sometimes, every once in a while, I do it out of feeling like I have to or I need to. 
or I go to a party or a function or go to something that I think is good for me so I need to go or I need to meet people, I need to network. Learn to say no more. Say no to things that aren't serving you like number one says, but learning to say no to very simple things just like, no, I'm not going to go out tonight um, or no, I'm not going to be able to uh, you know, work for you and take your shift. I really can. I need to have some self-care time. No, I'm not going to cook dinner tonight. Let's order out because I need some time to unwind and rest. So that would be number two is where in your life can you find places that you need more you time or you need more family time or more relaxation? Where can you say no in your life? Where do you need to to start saying no? Write those things down. Number three is to acknowledge your inner critic. No, I'm not saying to push away your inner critic, to argue with your inner critic, or to combat your inner critic. I'm just saying to acknowledge your inner critic. The more that you push away that critic, the more it's going to come back, daunting you, pulling you away from what you really want to do. I know for me, one of my intentions and goals for 2016 is to do more public speaking. And when I think about public speaking, I want to crawl inside of a little shell and never come out because my inner critic says, you have nothing new to say. Uh, They're not going to want to hear your message. You're going to stutter. You're not going to be loud enough. And a lot of times I just push her away. I say, nope, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. No, but I never end up doing the public speaking gig because it gets so nervous because I pushed her voice away and she got louder. So for this year, my goal is to acknowledge her more. So when she starts getting fearful, I'm going to listen to her and say, so why are you fearful? What's going on? Why are you being so critical of this event, of this possibility of me speaking? And then most likely she'll say something to me like, well, you don't want to embarrass yourself. Or, well, you don't want to um, represent yourself negatively. Or you don't want to, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so that I, I can respond back. I can talk back and say, okay, I acknowledge you. I thank you for looking out for me. I thank you for trying to watch my back and make sure I don't embarrass myself and ruin my reputation by speaking poorly or stuttering but um I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go for it this time I think I I really understand what you're saying but I think I might just go for it this time and see what happens and then your inner critic gets quieter and then she doesn't say as many things as she did before because you acknowledged her I know it might sound crazy but it's very true and if there's anything going on in your life where you really want to do something really bad and you probably know what it is there's something you really want to do but every time you think of it you just want to crawl into your shell Acknowledge that voice that's telling you no and ask why and investigate. Number four is become what it is that you want. What is it that you want? Do you want more wealth in your life? How can you become a source of wealth to your friends and family? Not financially, but just with your service. What do you want a good relationship? Are you staying up all night working? Are you drinking too much? Are you eating crappy food that's making you lazy and tired and sick? Is that the kind of person you want to date? Probably not. So how can you become that person you want to date right now? You want a good relationship with food? Well, are you self-sabotaging that that desire by purposefully looking at media that brings you down or purposefully asking diet trainers and coaches how to eat or how to move your body or hiring that fitness trainer that keeps you accountable to eat a certain way. If you really want freedom with food in your body, you're going to have to make those decisions. You're going to have to let that trainer go. You're going to have to stop asking diet coaches how you should be eating or reading articles about nutrition. Become what it is that you want this year. So write down what is it that you really want to focus on this year and how can you become that? Number five is to date yourself. 
So when I say this, I mean date yourself. That's it. Pamper yourself. Love on yourself. Give yourself the nourishment, the compassion that you would want someone that was dating you to give you. Give yourself understanding. Take yourself out on long walks. Treat yourself. Go get a mani-pedi, you know? Go on a date. That's also dating yourself is like giving yourself that opportunity to date. Go out with your husband or your fiance. Go have a night where it's just you and him. Or if you're a guy listening, you and her, go enjoy yourself and have fun and be in the moment with each other because you deserve that away from the kids, um, away from the hustle bustle. Give yourself that opportunity to just relax. Another ways you can date yourself is just by reading good books, maybe reading self-help books or reading fiction books that'll really give your mind a break. I think one of the things that I need to focus less on a little bit this year is reading self-help books because... I read so many. I'm constantly reading them and I'm starting to think that maybe I'm always trying to work on something and sometimes I just need to be, you know? But we'll get to that one more in a minute. So number six is experience more intimacy. That goes along well with number five. But I mean intimacy with all people. Start talking to people by looking at them in the eyes. When was the last time you do that? And how often do you hold that eye contact? I know for me, I'll find myself glancing away every few seconds because if I hold it too long, then I feel awkward. But when you can truly stare someone in the eyes, that's when you really realize, wow, you're just like me. We're just like each other. And that creates intimacy. And also another way you can create intimacy is with your food. And by being really with your food when you sit down, that's called mindful eating. So whenever you sit down to eat, a lot of times, you know, we people want to create intimacy with our food, which is why we turn on our phones and look at Instagram, at Facebook, or we turn on the TV because it gives that false sense of intimacy that people are with us. It's so hard to sit down and eat a meal and just focus on the food. You hear me, right? Isn't that true? So try doing that more in 2016 is creating intimacy wherever you can. If you're on a walk, focus on the walk. If you're out with friends, focus on the conversation and every single thing they're saying, focus on it minute to minute. If you're with your food, focus on the food. Your work, focus on the work. Try to not multitask as much as you normally do. Number seven is to simplify. And this is in so many different areas. One of them is to don't keep anything you don't like. Go through your house and get rid of the clutter. Get rid of all the stuff that you're no longer wanting to keep around. If it doesn't make you happy, you don't need it in your house. Go take the clothing that you don't feel awesome in to um, Salvation Army or to a resale shop and go sell them. Get rid of anything that doesn't make you feel amazing, even if it has that sentimental value because of that one time that that, cute boy in class said, hey, I like your shirt, and you said, oh, thank you, and you blushed. You don't really need it, though. You don't really need it because... At the end of your life, you're going to keep everything if you kept keep everything because of very small uh, sentimental values. But, you know, if it's a big sentimental thing, like something that your grandparents wore all the time and you, you keep it to, to remind yourself of them, then that's different. But if it's something that you really don't like, but you just keep it because of that one time, do yourself a favor and get rid of it. And also, to simplify, don't do anything that's pointless for you. If it's not serving you, like I said in number one, then simplify your life from it. Simplify your business. Simplify your eating habits. Simplify your rituals. If you have too many things that are crowding you and are making you feel like you're losing your own voice and your own desires, then simplify from them. Stop trying to juggle the world. Do what it is that makes you the happiest 
And don't worry about pressuring yourself to add in more things. Stop worrying about hustling. Maybe you don't need to hustle right now. Maybe you need to relax and enjoy. Maybe you need to simplify the amount of freelance gigs you're doing or simplify the amount of things you're saying yes to, the clutter in your closet, the amount of articles that you hold yourself accountable to write, the number of media outlets you're trying to get on, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, your blog, other people's blogs, writing books. Like it it just gets so overwhelming sometimes. So maybe you need to simplify what's really helping you in your business or in your life and what is not. Number eight is to serve. How many times do you give without expecting to receive? To be honest, I don't feel like I do it that often. I always expect something in return. I go do something, I expect to thank you. I um, do this quite often. I expect even when people email me and ask me questions, I send them a nice email back with some good information. I expect an email back saying, well, thank you for reaching out. And if they don't, then I'm like, what? That's not cool. Um, But sometimes you just don't get that response. And sometimes you need to serve. I mean, not sometimes, all the time. Every time you give out into the world, serve with a giving heart. And serve because you know that you're making someone else's life better, happier, more fulfilled, easier. You're helping someone get by in life and maybe not even just get by, maybe thrive. And that is so beautiful. That is such a gift. So find out where you can serve. Maybe start with something this month. Plan one date where you can go to some shelter or a canned food drive or a donation uh, or maybe just going to go play with some puppies. Like find something that you can go do that will you will just be able to serve without expecting anything in return. Because when you start giving, putting that energy out there, I promise you that energy will come back. That energy will come back to you. Don't worry so much about, well, I'm going to lose time. Well, I'm going to lose money. Serve without those expectations and I promise you it will come back to you in some amazing, glorious way. Number nine. Oh, I love this one. Don't take anything personally. Don't take anything personally. Someone doesn't like your blog post. It's probably because it offended one of their own beliefs and they have to fight it off. Someone doesn't like the way you looked at them. Something's probably going on in their day that's making them feel insecure about everything. Don't take things personally because they're never about you. And it's such a shame how often we get a wrong glance or we get uh, a negative comment on something we put out into the world or we have a negative um, reaction to a family member when they see our bodies or the way we eat. And then we start to second guess everything we do when all along it was actually about them it's because they had something going on what people say about you does not reflect anything about you it says everything about them so remember that for this year remember not to take anything personally and also I want to add on to that take things less seriously if you can start to learn to laugh at those things in life that really infuriate a lot of people that used to really infuriate you, life will be so much easier because it comes and goes so quickly. And a lot of times the things that we stress on so much are really not even worth it. They're meaningless very often. Maybe they might feel like big things, but in the long run, they're very little things that make very little impact. That time you had a typo that you sent out to an email, an important client or a family member, they're probably not going to notice. It didn't make you look stupid. No one cares. It's totally fine. So learn to laugh about things more. Don't take things as seriously and don't take anything personally. 
Number 10, the last one is to be more and do less. I think this one is so beautiful and it sums up a lot of what I'm trying to say. Focus on just being more. I know in New Year's, you know, they focus, everyone focuses so much on doing, 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 lose this weight or work out more or learn a new language or travel more, blah, 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 blah. While some things are good, some things to do more are good. Don't feel overwhelmed by the pressure of needing to do in order to get where you want to be. You do not have to do anything to get what you want. You have to be it. You do not need to do anything to get what you want. You have to be it. You have everything you need right now to live a fulfilled, beautiful life. Everything you need. Attitude has so much power. Service has so much power. That's where real happiness and satisfaction comes from. Not from having this big of an email list or having the perfect body or having this many friends or having the perfect looking relationship. Be that great relationship. Be a good relationship with friends. Be in peace with your food. Stop focusing on doing more, but just be more. And those are my 10 intentions for the new year that I wanted to give to you. If you want more insight from me, keep in mind that I've been doing a lot of YouTube videos lately. You can check that out at maddiemoon.com slash YouTube. That's pretty much where I've been you know, all week long, I've been hanging out over there. So if you want more, those are very shareable. I would love if you shared with your friends, but subscribe to me there because I'm trying to build up this channel and the more subscribes I have, the better. So you can find me over there. You can get the show notes in this list of uh, intentions over at my website, maddiemoon.com slash mbm81. That's where you can get this list if you just want to you know, copy, paste it, print it off, and then write your notes underneath it. So you can also do that. All right. I hope you'll have a wonderful rest of your day and that you're having a wonderful start to the new year and I'll catch you guys later.